Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy See what I did there? I changed friends to love. This is making love. The love zone. Welcome to the love zone. Oh, baby. We're going to pour honey down your ears. Hey, everyone. Uh, Welcome to the uh, 26th friend zone uh, with your old mates, Timbo and Guy. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. If you want to hear a review of the movie, Where Are Your Friends? We've uploaded a lot of those to the internet. They're available. There's a bunch to choose through from. your chosen podcast listening app or platform. But this is not that. This is a space for friendship and love, where we come together with one another, with you, and uh, we just bathe in uh, in positive energy and good vibes. The chronology of this is a little weird because this is kind. Of- this is being recorded when we're, b- we're back in New Zealand now. That's but right. But we've still got one episode in the bank from the America trip, which is the one we recorded in Anaheim with the millionaire himself, Michael McMillan. And uh, it's a goodie. Uh, that's a real treat. That, that was a real tweet. And also, I think for those of you who have heard the most recent episode recorded in Portland, what you'll enjoy is we didn't record the episode through a vegetable. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> that is my bad. There's no... <laughs> No falling around there. <laughs> it was my bad. You know what kills me as well is that on the little unit that we record on, it's it's it, the difference that day was pushing the button twice to record. Yeah, and I pushed it half as many times as that, which is once, which and, does not set it to yeah, record. And what you get is half half of the audio. Well, you get quality. nothing. No, you don't. You get no. You get none of it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. You get none. Um, hey, welcome to the friend zone, everybody. This is a place where we. Uh, have a chat to our friends and share yeah. what our friends are talking say, about when quickly, they're talking about us. Before we talk to our friends outside of one another, I feel like I've been on holiday from you and I'm just so <laughs> happy to be in a room with you. It's such a nice change of pace. <laughs> That's very sweet. I haven't seen you in maybe 48 hours. Yeah. And this is well, after- I mean, we saw each other on Monday night, but that didn't count because it was sort of... What was Monday? Uh, oh, the gig. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Hey, you did well. 
Yeah, I'm funny. Was, yeah, you are funny. There was there was some some good quality stand up, just good clean stand up. Thanks, pal. But th- this comes hot off the heels of Guy and I being in America and literally spending not only every waking moment together, but also sharing a bed. So it's like just a very close proximity for oh, man. two weeks. Genuinely, being in, I'm looking at you. I can't stop smiling. <laughs> it's that's really cute. I wonder what your girlfriend would have to say about, about uh, all this. She'll be fine. She, she, you know, she stopped listening to the podcast like pretty soon after we started dating. I like, so was, can't blame her. It was recon. In she, some ways, this is like a um, journal. Yeah. You know, and you don't want to read someone's yeah. journal. Plus, she just might not be that into it. Yeah, and that's fair too. It she is. said she listens sometimes if she misses me mm. when, when we're away. Uh, but otherwise, she literally fessed up to being like, no, I was just doing it as research. That's cute. No, it's not. It's psychotic. No, it's not. It's not It's not to the level of like you're hacking into yeah. certain bits of the internet. You shouldn't be in there. It's all public. It's all on the public record. That's true. That Do you know what it's good for? It's totally insulated both of us from getting big ideas about being captains of industry or becoming politicians later in life. It's like, nope, <laughs> your past self has removed that possibility entirely, which I dig. I think that's the smart thing. Um, our first piece of correspondence comes to us from the worst idea of all time subreddit, which is reddit slash r slash T-W-I-O-A-T. Correct. Portland show and first date gone wrong. I went on a first date with a girl I'd been casually sleeping with. We had a great time. Uh, we we had a great time all day before the show, but after I took her to the worst idea show in Portland with some friends who also didn't listen to the podcast, all she had to say afterward was, "And I quote, what the fuck? What the fuck was that?" <laughs> Since then, things <laughs> things between us have not gone well. Her basically ignoring my texts, and we broke up a few days ago. <laughs> It's for the best, though, as although the sex was amazing, she, uh, if she can't understand good comedy, what's even the point? Anyways, I brought this up because I'm currently listening to The Portland Show, episode 22. I had a blast, even if she didn't, and I'm glad I got to shake hands with Tim and Guy. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Was that, was that his first date with this girl? So he, he, he brought both this girl... And a bunch of his friends who had not been exposed to the podcast before. And in the comments on this uh, on this thread as well, people do uh, bring up quite quickly the fact that we talked about bestiality on that episode a bit. It was it's a steep entry point, <laughs> you know, to the podcast. Yeah, I I'll tell you what, as a as a first date, while I appreciate you thinking you know of us as an option in your pocket, I, I would never take a, a person who doesn't listen to the podcast to this podcast as a first date it's too i would hate it yeah, if i didn't listen to this podcast <laughs> and i went for the first time and i was exposed to that i wouldn't be into it you're really letting your, your freak flag fly but in our defense it was a great show we had a great time we had a great audience in for the intended audience yeah it was a great show and you know what a disagreement over what podcast someone listens to is a pretty weak you know, that's like a, a Seinfeld-level weak reason for a breakup. Yeah, it's not super strong, but I guess it's more like, oh, this is what you're into? I don't think this relationship's going to work out. You've clearly got some demons you need to excise. Um, well, I guess, you know, I'm curious. I guess the other part that you where you went wrong is you took the girl and your friends on the first date. It's yeah, like, you've put a lot of things in a pot, <laughs> yeah, here, haven't you? You've you've really gone to the casino I, and put it all on black. I like you for several reasons. You listen to the podcast. You brought 
people paying customers to our live show. I appreciate that. But I've got to say, as an impartial observer, this is a pretty self-centered first date. Um, well, that's one interpretation. The other is that you're exposing someone who potentially you could you could be with for a long time to something you love. That's and, true. And share a gift with them. That's very true, actually. I didn't even... <laughs> not for one second did I slow that, down to think that the date could have gone well. This is a... This is a pretty piss poor analogy, but it's like when my girlfriend and I uh, very first started dating, um, my brother who lives in England, shout out to Dave, he listens to the podcast, great dude, fucking, we love Dave. We do love Dave. Uh, He came to Wellington for like a a very brief trip and he's not here that often these days. And so I said to Zoe, hey, you want to meet my brother? Because I don't know, I feel like this could go on for a while. So why don't you come down for a little weekend trip? She was like, sure. But that's a pretty freaky maneuver. (laughs) Because we were not together for long at the yeah. point when I threw that at her. Yeah, you're coming in pretty pretty heavy there. Pretty hot. That it was two years ago, guy. Yeah. They're... Two years ago. Hey, and look at you now. Look at me now. Sharing a bed with me. <laughs> Fucking hell. You got one? Uh, of course. I have I have many. So, dearest Timberley and Guyana, feel free to use my name or a comically feminized version if you're so inclined. What was the name? This person's name? Mm. Jack. Jackina. I just had to drop you boys, Jacqueline. girls, a message to tell you that season three has been tremendous and every episode is a real treat that I look forward to every week. I'm visiting the great state of New Jersey, affectionately referred to as the Garden State on their license plates, and was irrationally excited as I drove through the fine borough of Paramus, an actual brick and mortar blaze pizza restaurant. <laughs> I just had to pop off and snap a photo out in front of myself enjoying a piece of three-day-old pizza from a rest stop Papa Gino's. <laughs> I'm looking forward to episode two of Till Death Do Us Blah, and I do hope I can catch you two stellar souls in person, ideally in a live comedy-type setting rather than some awkward real-world elevator bathroom queue sort of scenario. Cheers, salute, and via sin Dios, your friend, Jack. And he truly is eating what looks like the rankest piece of pizza outside of a blaze. Oh, look at him. Jackie Onassis, you've warmed the cockles of my heart. That's so sweet. And to say that season three's good, I appreciate that. Season three's great. We were talking about it off mic recently. The main point of difference, I can't remember if we brought this up on the podcast, is that Grown Ups 2 and Sex and City 2, they're very flashy, they're very, you know, bawdy and gaudy, and they show their money on the screen. And also through doing that, they show their lack of care and attention to detail. Where are your friends a different beast in that it's an earnest effort to make a good film? And so just like coming in and exploding the whole thing is it feels much more mean to to you yeah. know, to attack the actual piece of work itself feels much more mean spirited because it's like, no, people actually tried. This they were trying to a, do a thing. This wasn't just a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, you're dead right. And um, you know what? I'm gonna interpret that as a as a point to us because much like we are nixing the podcast after this season for the reason that it's like you can't you can't just rest on your laurel. Guy and I have been talking about this a little bit recently. Unless they make a Sex in the, another Sex in the City or Grown Ups, I think that would be the exception. This is it. This is the last yeah, season. Yeah. And a big part of that reason is we built a thing that works, so we kind of feel like we have to destroy it. Yeah. No, you, it's the classic thing. As soon as you get comfortable, you have to, you have to move on and start again. Yeah. Because otherwise you just, you know, you wind up, you wind up as Adam Sandler. Exactly. I was thinking about Adam Sandler yesterday. I can't remember why. And about, fuck, was it in a dream? 
I had a conversation. That, you're you're being exposed to this in real time, just like I am. Podcast. I had listeners. a conversation, or I imagine a conversation with him, where he was just like, "Fuck you." He's like to me, "Fuck you." I don't know anything to anyone. Like, I've got a backlog of stuff that people love and they can watch, and then I'm going to keep making the movies I want to make. And if people want to watch them, that's fine. And if you don't want to watch them, guess what, asshole? That's fine too. It's not my fucking problem if you like them or not. It is the undefeatable <laughs> yeah, argument. And it's I was like. All power to you, imagined version of Adam Sandler laying out a very reasonable argument at my feet. It is so reasonable. It's like, yeah, you can't, you genuinely can't pick holes in that. Mm. <laughs> and, and I didn't. And I either woke up or, God, I'm really confused about how that conversational thought took place. I would like to, at this point, um, throw a spotlight on our sponsor for the Friend Zone, which is Omni Studio, which is our podcasting platform. They're really good. They're really, really good, and they're constantly adding features. They add features at a rate of knots unparalleled in the biz, as we call it. That's true. Other, other people call it the business when you're not in it, but um, we call it the biz because we're inside of it. It's true. If you hear someone in Hollywood call it show business, what is very embarrassing is as soon as they say it, they will be, they'll be flanked by two security guards who will remove them from the conversation because they clearly and the greater Hollywood, Los Angeles area because they're not in it. They're not in it. They might have been in it, but mm. they've lost it. Whatever yeah. they had. They have lost. Um, so they're, they, they're a company, I think they started off working with radio stations and they've made a real play in the last couple of years um, grabbing podcasts and making their platform just super excellent for podcasters. Unlimited podcast hosting. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I think it's like the bandwidth is, is almost infinite. Like with the old platform we were with, we were limited by how much That's right. data you, we could put You remember put up. when we uploaded Five Hour Energy, Tim? Yeah, and I had to like... <laughs> Do you remember the fallout from that fucking catastrophe? <laughs> oh, wait, what? It was just like we couldn't load up any other podcasts Oh, yeah, afterwards. that's right. Fuck, I forgot. Yes, it destroyed our bandwidth for the month. I had to degrade the quality so it was pretty low anyway, so it, d- it doesn't sound, you know, crystal clear. And yeah, and then we were just locked out of uploading any more episodes <laughs> until our bandwidth right. reset. No, that's enough podcasting from you too. You will not get that from Omni Studio. Uh, Omni is spelled O M N Y Studio dot com. And if you sign up, ah, oh, fuck, I can't remember if our code is worst or worst idea. They'll Jesus, know. Just <laughs> tweet at them. Or tell them we sent you. <laughs> Good God, tell tell them that we sent you. Um, but they are genuinely really awesome. And one thing that they really excel at is once you put your episode up. They have all this crazy optimization stuff so you can share it to social media and it looks really good. Yeah. On some of the other platforms, it looks pus. But they've- it looks very nice, unless your cover art is a very low resolution <laughs> photo of you from about 10 years ago. Yeah, my bad. In which case, it will look terrible. I like it, Tim. Um, Omnistudio.com. I've got something I'm I'm dying to, to play Please. for you. This was sent in by listener Tom Doolin. And... Uh, I'm going to let it speak for itself. It's a submission uh, in the form of an electronic dance music song. And Brady was brave, but now they face a beast they've never tackled before. They're in mere prompts, hard away from knocking out the door. Grown ups to sex in the city, we are your friends. never ends. Won't someone make this insanity stop? Get ready for the drop. Oh my god. <laughs> Now 
that is rude. You can really hear the richness of the song, the texture of the music. And the good news for those of you enjoying it is there's another minute to go. A minute. Can we maybe just pump that down a little bit? I really appreciate that submission of art. Who sent that? Tom. Tom, Tom uh, I'll say his whole name. Tom Doolan. Could you hear his accent coming through? He's uh, he's a Yorkshireman. Yorkshire. Alright. He's not a Geordie, mate. Uh, Yeah, so there you go. So there you go, that exists. That's fucking cool, man. I love that. That's actually excellent. I'm I'm a little um, shaky on that drop, though. I like my drops a little more crisp than that. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you know, musical taste is... uh, It comes down to each different person, doesn't it? France writes... Hello, Timbly Wimbly France. and <laughs> the nation <laughs> of. Oh, sorry, it's Fran. Oh, this Where, one's cool. This no, keep from? this going. I, rem- I remember this one. Jesus. I <laughs> Do you not remember this? this? Yeah. <laughs> if, we, <laughs> if we get enough... Um, tracks together yeah we'll release this as a um as an album <laughs> that would be real funny burn it to a cd and no one will be able to play it because he's got a cd player anymore this one was submitted by user silo cybical silo that's that's like the active ingredient in magic mushrooms oh there you go silo um it's that yes yeah, she signed off fran uh so my bad hello timbly wimbly and monty go go I like that one yeah, for you. That's good. Hope you're doing well. I just wanted to write to say thank you so much for shit. Hold on. I'm just going to see if she's okay with me sharing this. Well, I can't see anywhere to not. Uh, thank you for sharing your somewhat uh, masochistic journey with Lenny and the boys, Carrie and the gals, and now with Cole's search for the perfect EDM anthem. My friend ET recommended the podcast to me a couple of months ago, and I've since been addicted. I've recently started my first full-time job in film production, which involves spending two hours every morning and evening heading to the studio before 7am and back after 8pm. Oh, friend, poor dear. That is a long day. That two hours travel time. Oh. So is that, we'll call it an hour each way. So she's leaving the house at six, probably getting up at five. She's in the biz, nine. Bro. That's the biz well and truly. Are you fucking kidding me? Ugh. The days are long. The commutes would be torture without T-W-I-O-A-T to get me through every moment and love every day. I was hoping you would do me the favor of reading this email out in a friend zone. Yes. And shout out to my friend E.T. She's recently moved to Sri Lanka and I miss her very much, but I know she'll be listening to the podcast. It would really tickle her to be mentioned on it. Thanks for the hilarious laughs and ridiculous narrative speculation blowing you a kiss from London, England. For a kiss is always a gift. Or, of course, as you say it, you say... Blowing you a kiss from London, England. That's how you talk. It's very good. Kiss, kiss, friend. P.S. Please come to London. I would love to see you live and buy you guys a pint. Fuck. I would absolutely love to do a live show in London. Yeah, Have you heard how British people laugh? It's insane. Well, we can't come to London, England now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> All our listeners left. No, they're still tuning in. They love, they love that I, you know, notice the subtleties, the nuances of the, the differences in culture between New Zealand and You're very good. You've got England. a real ear. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Yeah, for well, language the, and accents the British and regionalities. colonized New Zealand. And one yeah. of the first things that the people who settled in New Zealand did was change the laugh. They were so embarrassed. Hey, Fran. Thanks for listening. And to your friend DT, great move putting Fran onto the podcast. Yeah. And I like that when she said she was in the film production business, I assumed Los Angeles, Hollywood, America. But no, yeah, yeah. she's in London, England. It's crazy. It turns out they're making movies everywhere. Could have fooled me. All over the world. Sri Lanka, actually, is the first country um, in, the, in the world who nominated a, a female leader. Didn't know that. Uh, just an interesting piece of trivia I picked up from some friends this morning. Well, how timely for you to mention. Ryan Stewart... Oh, crap, I did it again. Oh, no, it's, there's a different name signed off here. I don't know. Dear Tim and Guy, I just want to thank you for the weekly liquid New Zealand that gets poured into my ears. That is a poetic start to this yeah, email. Yeah, that's nice. Uh... Although I have to admit it has been detrimental to my health. A couple of weeks ago, I got a concussion from playing rugby. It was way more dangerous than American football. I was... <laughs> This is so good, the jumps you've made. <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> Be like me me tuning into This American Life and then racing around in a car because like Indy 500's real popular. <laughs> Maybe that's a false equivalence. I wanted to ask if this email even gets to you, what do you think of the sport? I assume rugby is what she's or talking American about there. Or American football. Did either of you play in school? I remember hearing in an earlier episode that you regretted uh, that you had become too old to ever become an All Black. Uh, thanks for the great content. I donated to you the equivalent of 1.36 New Zealand dollars. Thank you. 
Thank you. Oh, from Savannah, Georgia. I see why I got confused with the name. That is uh, no worries. I read the place and then I attributed a gender to this email sender, which in retrospect, I think was incorrect. The person is from Savannah, Georgia. The person is not named Savannah or Georgia. That is confusing to have a city in a greater municipal area that could both be construed as first names. Yeah. Clean that up, Savannah, Georgia. Not you, the... Per- oh, like, anyway. You know what's cool about Savannah, Georgia, though? That's where Luke Cage comes from. That is TV cool. Show, show Luke Cage. What do you think about rugby, Tim? Go. Uh, oh, look. I, I've, I have spent an entire lifetime as a New Zealander disengaged from our national pastime, and there will always be a small part of me which considers myself a real turncoat as a result of that, uh, a real traitor to the New Zealand flag. I, it's just, you have no obligation to like it. Well, society seems to suggest otherwise. It's one of those things where when someone tries to force something down your throat so much, you actively kind of yeah shirk it a bit. And I've got quite a childish um, sort of, uh, what's the word, contrarian spirit to me. So I'm like, fuck you with all your nonsense. Plus, it's one of those things where I think, it's like religion. You kind of get indoctrinated into it very early. And because neither of my parents are that into rugby, it's like it just never happened. Mm. So I'm ambivalent in a word. And I never played, really. I played some sports when I was a kid, but mainly like basketball and tennis and that kind of stuff. Mainly those two. <laughs> mainly those two. How about you, Guy? You played a bit of, bit of footy? I played rugby. I was really good. And then everyone um, everyone got bigger than me. Mm. Uh, and I, I, I was slower off the uh, out of the gates in puberty. And then I s- stopped enjoying it for a bit because... It was terrifying tackling men when you are but a boy. Uh, and then I started playing social rugby again at the end of high school. And it was really fun. It's fun. I like it. I really like it. I was in, I disengaged with it in terms of following it for a while. Uh, but I've gotten back into it. It's funny, actually. I got back into rugby and cricket. I stopped sort of watching sports for a little bit. And then I re-engaged with it because I wanted to have things outside of, like, uh, being obsessed, obsessive over comedy and whatnot. So, like, hobbies... And I was like, well, I've already got a basic understanding and interest with these things. So I re-engaged with them, like after kind of pulling myself out for a few years. That's such an interesting decision to me to like actively cultivate other interests and stuff. It's super good. Yeah. Super healthy. But it just seems like, well, I was like interesting that the, you decided the entry, you had to do The that. entry point and learning curve for all the things with which I hadn't engaged at all previously was so steep. I was like, anything. <laughs> And uh, so now I'm right back on board the rugby right. train, baby. That's that's excellent. Yeah. You're putting different little bits of food on your plate yeah. to make a greater meal. Uh, <clears throat> Dear Batman and Guybo Geronimo, I think is what we... But Geronimo spelt differently from how they've spelt it. <laughs> Heavy flow afterglow. So hold on, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me try and read this on. Dear Batman and Guybo uh, Geronimo Heavy flow afterglow. So I was having a spot of insomnia the other night, and what did I find on HBO streaming? None other than the Citizen Kane of our generation. So I said, fuck it, and booted that bitch up. In the getting ready to go out montage before Squirrel gives his my favorite moment line, I found my shining light. One shot of the montage is Jarhead in the bathroom very clearly doing some manscaping on his little Jarhead. In the next fucking shot, he's using the same clippers to trim Zakoli's fringe. I think this is genius (laughs) on Maximum Joseph's part. 
<laughs> and a very subtle look into Jarhead's character. Anyone who has roommates knows the guy who uses uh, your shaving cream to carve a little lightning bolt into his pubes without asking. And the only way you find out is by finding your shaving cream in the shower stall and none of the girls have used it for their legs. But you overheard Jarhead talking about how it's almost time for Zeus to imbue his tool with the power of Olympus. Too long didn't read? Jarhead put his balls on Zakoli's neck. Feel free to use my name. Imjabin. No, that's Imjabin. Far out. That is a very fucking funny... (laughs) Email and articulation of an observation yeah. you've made. We've we've seen that. That's great. I've never noticed the the cut to him using it on Zakoli's fringe. I always like it took me about three episodes to notice that he was like he because he sort of spins it like a gun, right? He like does. He's gonna, a, about to shave his pubes with it. There's a slow motion throwing in the air where he tosses yeah. it and flips it and then catches it. And I was always like, yeah, great. He shaves his pubes, but yeah. I never noticed the nuance. That Maximum Joseph put in in the film to then have him. Thank God for M. Jarbin. Yeah. Who picked that up and sent it over to us. That's fucking funny, man. That <laughs> that is too specific a story to be made up. Someone has shaved a lightning bolt into their pubes and then prayed for the the God of Gods to um yeah very empower, empower their peace. Very good. Five dollars has come to us from Caitlin and she didn't even put in a message. A message. I just want to say thank you, Caitlin. You thank, legend. Thank you very much, Caitlin. Uh, I, I, what happens in these friend zones? For those of you who are curious, is I usually uh, do the Facebooks and Tim does the emails. I don't have a lot of Facebook messages. Uh, it's just a lot of more practical questions than sort of you know friend zone specific messages. But um, I think we can probably call it a day then, eh? Yeah, guy by. And um, you had a message you were going to read out. You said a salty one. Oh, <laughs> I want to end on this but I will. <laughs> um, uh, okay, here we go. Is this business model backwards? Writes a Redditor from Reddit on our subreddit. I wanted to start listening to the worst idea of all time, but the first season is behind a paywall. I don't want to start season two, so I simply decided not to listen to the podcast. I came back here after closing the page... Oh, to rant really quickly about the backwards business model. They should have put season two or three behind a paywall, not the first season. You're basically shutting out first-time listeners who didn't listen when they were free. And you know what? Kind of a fair point. I understand where you're coming from. That's all groovy. Guess what, though? No one wanted to buy the second or third seasons. This is not some kind of wonderland where we have a magical product everyone wants to be involved with. We are the beggars who we must uh, choose. Do you know what the- we are not the choosers. Wait. I think I fucked that up. But beggars, I'm saying, the beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, there you go. That's what I was trying so to say. we are the beggars who cannot choose. We are the beggars who cannot we choose. We take what we are given. That is it. We know our place in the world. That is correct. And uh, What's how... This, oh, do you have a name for this person? Yeah, a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what? A little bitch who's definitely not listening to this. No, no. We can say whatever we goddamn please about you Listen, right now. I understand the critique. Let me say that. I totally do. And I get that um, we do periodically get messages, not as frequently anymore, of people who were listening to uh, the first season and then it just got sh- shut off midway through and they're like, what the fuck's going on? I will, I will say that you can get a free trial yeah. of Hal and listen to those episodes. And... Um, I don't know. We're not going to dwell on this for too long. 
But Guy and I have put quite a lot of time and like too much time and energy into this thing that's been totally free. And also, actually, this is where this point's going. (laughs) We've recently lost a tremendous (laughs) amount of money on that America trip um, through a sequence of events which we will briefly outline now. I think we got into this briefly on the podcast episode that's coming up uh, next. But yeah. there's 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 like there's more now. There was, that was uh, <coughs> partly to vent and partly as a desperate ploy to encourage people who are at that live show to purchase even one bit of merchandise. We okay. are the yes. only podcast who are bleeding money <laughs> from on merch. merchandise. We've gone the other way with it, guys. We're real trailblazers. <laughs> this here's, is here's, a, a perfect embodiment of the reverse invoice system that we tried to implement with Blaze. <laughs> yeah, that's, our chickens have come to roost. Okay, so here is the situation. Um, at, we've got a merch store online. If you go to worstideaofalltime.com, there's two options. You can either donate to us where you just give us money and um, flick us a little message if you so choose, and we read that on the friend zone. The second is to get like a T-shirt or a poster. And uh, the thing about that is the shipping is cripplingly expensive, and I've always bemoaned this fact, and I, I totally get why people think that sucks. So I've actively over the last uh, couple of months been trying to find another merchandise provider where the prices are a bit cheaper. So if people want to get a T-shirt or something, they can get it. And we'll probably make a little less money off each unit, and that's that's whatever. I just It'd be cool for people to have our T-shirts and, de- and designs associated with the show. That's a cool thing, right? So... Moved us over, or I'm in the process of moving us over to a different merchandiser, which is not like a, a particularly easy thing to do, but I'm figuring it out. And I got them, the new one, to send us all of our merchandise for this three-city tour that we did in the States. But um, because we got the designs and everything to them pretty late notice, because the whole trip was organized pretty last minute, uh, they were only able to get it shipped to the final destination, which was Anaheim. So... What we then were faced with was a situation where we have three cities worth of merch at the last destination and no merch at the first two cities. So Guy and I then had to scramble in Portland and San Francisco to basically go to printers and try and, like, within six hours before the show, get posters printed so we had something to sign for the fans. Uh, We did that. We ordered too many, of course. At both shows, naturally. uh, And so we then... So we ordered too many of that at a high price. So then that we, was a bit of a stinger. We rocked up to, uh, now hear this, a fantastic podcast festival, by the that way. That was We had dope. a fucking good time Go there. next year, everyone. Yeah. It's really well put on. Uh, with more merchandise than fans. I would say <laughs> to the tune of three to one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that was the last stop on our tour in terms of both uh, cr- chronologically and also uh, in terms of like organization like fan wise that was the last announcement we put out to you guys so it was the least likely that we would have fans who, you, who you knew know to come us. to the show yeah we don't organize things well uh and we <laughs> so we had this truckload of merch and the day before we drew to get on the plane to come back to new zealand we're like doing all our last minute shit we go to fedex <clears throat> try and get a quote for how much it's going to cost to it ship was like this merch. it was a mega three boxes of stuff we've got snapbacks beanies mugs and posters and not a lot not a heap, not a ton. I mean, like, like maybe I don't know, like eighty hats or something in total. And not, not a lot physically in terms of the upfront investment from us to get the main yeah, in the first place. Quite a bit. Quite a lot yeah. relative <laughs> to the you know the infrastructure of the business. We were, I would say it's a fucking shitload. <laughs> we were going through the the numbers and the Airbnb before we left the house. I was like, oh dude, we have fucked this up. So. 
So then, so we go to FedEx to find out how much it'll cost to send back to New Zealand and, and just so we can sort something out. It's like, we need to solve this problem in the immediate so we can think about how we how we shift it long term. So I'm expecting tops like 350 US dollars, which still is a lot of money for our current operation. The woman looks me dead in the <laughs> eye and gives me a quote of 950 US dollars to ship it back to New Zealand with the slowest shipping option. I was doing laps of the block so that we didn't have to pay the valet yeah. because that was the only parking option at the FedEx we wound up going to. to Tim, just to indicate how much we're trying to scrim. Tim is desperately texting me being like, fuck bro, fuck. <laughs> this is not good. What do we do? And so, so we wound up buying an extra suitcase uh, and distributing not all of the merchandise, but we got about we got a good sixty percent of yeah, it yeah. Um, spread amongst the four bags that we had, uh, in a, in an attempt to get it past customs without them knowing. Because if you declare it, then you've got to pay all the the tax and customs duty on it. And I tell you we, what, <laughs> we weren't that keen to do yeah. that because that was the main bulk of that big on fee the, from on FedEx. the way to the airport. Uh, we were doing role plays yeah. in the conversation of customs porters society. We're like, what is with all of these things that say pay the boys? And we would say, well, the thing is with this, these aren't commercial goods for They're resale. Christmas presents. Because, first of all, we've lost nothing but money on them. Yeah. And second of all, yeah, they're, they're gifts. They're gifts for our family. Uh, so look. Long story all short. All of that to say, um, sometimes we have to make commercial decisions which may not make a lot of sense from the outside looking in. But always know that we have our fans' best interests mainly at heart and a little bit our survival in mind. Um, so with that in mind, once we've got the new merchandise store up, uh, hey, how lovely would it be if you bought a T-shirt? These goods. Oh, Pretty yeah. lovely. Here's the other hilarious part about the merchandise order snafu. So the po- <laughs> we processed the whole merchandising order through these new people who sent it all to Anaheim. And the poster prints we sent them were <laughs> exclusively the posters oh, for yeah. uh, the San Francisco and Portland shows because we had a Make America Worst Again tour poster. Yeah. So the only posters we had available to sell at the Now Hear This Fest were, were for the two relevant. shows that previously happened that week. That's what you call uh, limited edition merchandise. So in the future, well, we will have a few posters to offload which do not relate to the current situation. I, what I'll do is I'll take those posters and I'll put them on top of the uh, New York Bell House worst idea of all time finale extravaganza posters uh so i'll have you know a, a couple hundred <laughs> tour posters uh for when we make it big what a positive note to end the friend zone on it's fun that we can share this information with our friends of course and that's 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 what i love that's what i love to do i've genuinely got to go i've got to go to my uh hey, we've all got to go mate. my regular job we've all got places to be making making the money back we can win it back we'll win it back Ladies and gents, thanks for tuning into the Friend Zone. We'll see you on the real worst idea of all time. The next episode is the episode live from Anaheim. Um, we had a ball. Michael McMillan is a great man. You should follow him on Twitter. He's funny and At it's McMills, cool. Um, M-C-M-I-L-L-Z. Got a hell of an Instagram too, so follow that there. But uh, this is Tim Bat signing off. Yeah, also Guy Montgomery. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We will catch you when we catch you. Well, it's the Friend Zone. Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy, cause making friends is the best idea of all time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try the male gaze? It's the male gaze. Dear Chris. 
but oh, I like that. <laughs> I was wondering, in your experiences, what is the worst thing someone's ever said to you during sex was? Oh, this is so rude. He says to me, oh my God, I can't even say it. It's so bad. I'm oh. so excited about hearing this. I want to fuck you so hard, you're not going to be able to walk out of here. I think that my problem with it is that it's not something that you can build off. No. I couldn't yes and it. I couldn't say like, yes, and I want you to push me out in the wheelchair. Like, yeah. that's... I need to be my carer for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. It's after fun. I'm paralyzed. It's absolutely wrecked. It's a terrible thing. Yeah. Devil man.